At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. I'm telling you today, it is not easy to enforce things when you don't see the manifestation of those things. If every time you spoke something out of your mouth, it just transformed into what you were confessing or believing for, just that instantaneous every single time, I mean, who wouldn't do that? But when you live your life creating a daily routine and developing that daily routine in your life, where you speak the Word of God daily to change the way you think, not to change your circumstances, but to change the way you think so that you can have faith in God, so when you release something by faith, you see the results that Jesus saw. How do you handle situations of sickness and disease? How do do, do you handle those things? How do you handle situations in life of lack and not enough? Is it God's will for a person to live in not enough? I say no, based on what He says. But all of us at different times in one form or another have experienced not enough. So what do you do about not enough? You just go try to fix that. If, if it's not enough just in the, in, in the financial uh, monetary world, you know, you, you can just go and work four jobs or, you know, get, create three or four new businesses and, and all the things in the, monetary will, will, in the monetary part of your life will change. So you can go make it happen and there's not necessarily anything wrong with going and doing something else, but is that, is that what God wants you to do? Because see, at the end of the day, when you're living in a place of not enough, and you have an expectation to live in a place of more than enough, if you're going to do that God's way, there's some things He wants you to learn from not enough to more than enough. Because it's not about the money. It's not about the possessions in God's eyes. It's about you having the integrity and the character to be able to handle anything that you face. Same way with healing. When your body is not well and you're struggling in different areas of your life and you're where you're at and you know it's not God's will for you to be in that place, but you in that place many times because of things we've done or not done in our physical bodies, things need to change. So to get from where you're at to where you want to be, God has some things that He wants to show you and reveal to you in His Word to change so when you get to this place of being well and healed, you can stay there. Amen? I believe it's God's will for you to live a healed, healthy, whole life, prosperous and overcoming and on top and rich all the days of your life, and when you step over to the other side, it's because you know from Him that you're finished. Not because something takes you out. And listen to me. Everybody that's sitting in here today has not been taken out in their life physically in a premature way. You're here. You're sitting here and you're here. Right? But everybody knows people that left here prematurely. And God did not take them. He doesn't take. He gives. I'll say it again. God is not a taker. He's a giver. He's never taken anybody. 
But things happen. Yeah, but so-and-so was such a good person. I'm sure they were. It has nothing to do with God's will. It's God's will that everybody on the planet be well. His will. Across the board. I don't, care what it, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you're facing. It's God's will that you're well. All of us. And all of us have faced attacks in our body, things that come against us mentally, physically, financially, every way. But tonight I'm here to tell you He is the answer. And so I got one word today, and I gave it to you last week, but I didn't focus on it like I'm focusing on it tonight. I'm giving you one word. Everybody say one. One short word. One word. And it's the word today. Everybody say today. We're going to focus on the word today. We're not focusing on today. We're focusing on the word today. In light of what it says in Scripture about the word today in what I'm going to read. Luke chapter 4 and verse 16, right at the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry. So he came to Nazareth, Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read, and he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book, he gave it to the attendant, he sat down, and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. So Jesus is in church doing what he always did. And he began to say to them, Everything was fine until then. He read what he was given. But it just so happened, what was given that day was what he was going to read. And everything was fine until this word. And these, these, are, these are, you know, guys that he shot hoops with and different things, you know. I mean... These are friends, people he worked with. He was a carpenter in Nazareth. He, he knew all these people. He grew up with them. They all knew him. He was Joseph's son, Mary's son, all of this kind of thing. But when he, when he spoke the word today, they were ready to kill him, throw him over the side of a cliff, and take him out. Had he just said, this is a great scripture there's some things I'm really spending time meditating on about this. There's something really great about this going on in the earth right now. Oh, yeah, that's great, great. No, but he said today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. What he said to those people is, I'm the Messiah. They begin to question him. They begin to do all kinds of things. They're ready to throw him over the side of the cliff because he said today, this scripture is fulfilled. Everybody say today. He said that day, that day right there, 
that scripture was fulfilled. Now, I want you to think about a couple of things when I read this next passage in the fifth chapter of Mark. Let's turn over there. The fifth chapter of Mark, starting with verse 17. Now, it happened on a certain day as he was teaching. This is after he said, today this scripture is fulfilled. That there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by. Man, they were, they were, they were ticked. They were following him everywhere. They were sending spies out because of the word today. Mad and mad and madder they've ever been. Pharisees who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. I mean, they were coming out in full force. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Why? Because he said, today. The power of the Lord was ready and present to heal all those who came because he said today, and if they believed that, they'd all been healed. I mean, wouldn't they? Wouldn't all these people that were mad and ready to throw him over the side of the cliff, furious over what he had done and what he had said, had they believed that that was true, that that day, because the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord was present to heal them because now the earthly ministry of Jesus was in full force. He had been baptized in the river Jordan by John. He'd come out, spent 40 days in the wilderness, tempted by the enemy, came out of that victorious and ready to unleash. And he goes to church, and as was his custom, he reads the scroll. He said all that he said, and this day this scripture is fulfilled. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed, a man who was paralyzed, and when they sought to bring him in and lay him before him, and when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, whose faith? Not the guy on the stretcher. It was the friends. When he, when he saw their faith... He said to him, man, your sins are forgiven you. But, but, but they brought him to get healed. And what did he say? Your sins are forgiven you. There lies one of the big things, one of the big reasons that people don't receive healing in their bodies. They don't feel like they deserve it. Man, here he comes down, your sins are forgiven you. That needed to be done first before the healing. Many times in people's lives, you've got to get your thinking straight before you can position yourself to receive what Jesus has already done. 
Well, Pastor, I hear you when you say that it's, it's God's will for everybody to be well. But man, I'm, you know, I'm struggling in this area and I got these pains and I'm on 14 medications and I've got all this stuff going on in my, in my body and, and all this kind of thing. Yeah, maybe so. But it's still God's will for you to be well. And God has a journey for every person and that's why what needs to be taught in church is not how to get off of medications. What needs to be taught in church is how to hear the voice of the Spirit of God. Did you hear what I said? Don't ever, don't ever get on medications and get off of medications because you heard a good word preached and now I'm just going to forget all that and I'm just going to believe God. Never do that. You know, I mean, unless the Holy Spirit tells you to. But I can't see the Holy Spirit saying that too many times to people because of how it could affect your physical body in a really negative way. But God will lead you how to get off of things and out of situations and dependencies on other things to be able to trust Him. But it takes time, and, and it won't happen unless your thinking changes. Your thinking has to change for that to happen. In this situation, here's a guy riddled with sin consciousness, probably acts of sin and all kinds of things that happened in his past, but he's riddled with a sin consciousness, and Jesus said, not you're healed because of the faith of these other guys, your sins are forgiven first. And the scribes and the Pharisees begin to reason, saying, who is this who speaks these blasphemies? You know who he is. You know exactly who he is. Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are, you, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you or to say rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. So now he's telling them, I am him. I am this Messiah. Yeah, it's me. So that you know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who is paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he had been lying on. He departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, watch this, they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. But you know what? That wasn't the same day as the other today. That was the next day or maybe three days later or a few days later or whenever it was. That was another day. Strange things were happening. They, they, they were in fear, and we have seen strange things today. Today. I'm going to read to you five promises in God's Word, and I'm going to attach our Word to these five promises. First one, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world today. Second one, my God 
meets all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus today. God gives me the desires of my heart today. I can do all things through Christ who is my strength today. Jesus bore my sins in his body and by his stripes I am healed today. I'm telling you today that you've got to live in this today. And when you and I live in this today and we really believe that every promise of God that is yes and amen, the Scripture says, and we begin to see these things as something that are real to us today, then we have the ability to receive them today and listen You don't have to have manifestation to see it internally. But you begin to see it internally, and you begin to believe that what He fulfilled on that day still works for us today. I'll say it again. What He said was fulfilled on that day in Mark chapter 4, that day over 2,000 years ago, That day that he said it was fulfilled, it's still fulfilled. And the faith that he operated in to say that, the faith he operated in to say what he did to all his closest friends, people that he had known for years, And all the thoughts going through his mind, you don't think he had thoughts? What are they going to think if I said that? Do you think he'd have a thought like that? Or he'd just, ah, forget all these people. No, he didn't forget them. He loved them. And he knew what this was going to do. Because he knew they had been taught all their lives, Jesus, the, the Messiah, was coming on a white horse. And he was flying in, and he was going to save them and deliver them from the Romans. That's what they were all looking for. And for the Messiah to come from somebody that was born of a virgin, born in a stable, born the way he was born, lived the life that he lived, and everybody knew him, and the people connected with him, and they were familiar with him, and then all of a sudden he says, I'm him. And today, this scripture is fulfilled in your ear. Let's go back and read In Luke 14, what was fulfilled? And I want to tie it together with Isaiah 53, verses 5 and 6. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. If you study this, if you you have any materials that you can study with concerning this and break each of these sentences down. In the Greek lexicon Bible that I have, as you break these down, there's so many different 
references and words that are used to explain each of these declarations, the, that he came to preach the gospel to the poor. The gospel means good news. What, what is good news to a person that's poor? You don't have to be poor anymore. You don't have to live a life of lack anymore. But the word poor there is not just in a monetary way, but it's in any way. Poor in your thinking. I don't care what it is. Poor attitude. He came to preach the gospel to the poor, and he said, today, this is fulfilled. Today, this is happening. I'm saying to you today, your days of lack can be over with if you believe that that today is still today. Remember, he, didn't, he wasn't bringing bad news. He wasn't bringing selfish news. He wasn't bringing his report. <laughs> he was the fulfillment of what was prophesied 2,000 years earlier. He was the fulfillment of that. And here he is delivering it to the people. Gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. When you look at this, you break this down to what is healed. Everything that keeps you from receiving healing. Mentally, physically, emotionally, in every way. The whole package. He came to heal the brokenhearted. Proverbs tells us in a number of different places that a strong heart brings healing to the bones. He came to heal the brokenhearted, to keep the brokenhearted, delivering the brokenhearted from not being able to receive what he did for them. He said, this day, today, this is fulfilled. And that day is the same as this day. To proclaim liberty to the captives, not just natural, not just people like in a natural prison somewhere, could mean that. But in, 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 in a stronger way, this is defined as captives in the soul. People that are captive in their soul, in their mind, in their thinking. He said, today, this is fulfilled. Today, those who are captive in their soul, they can be free today because that day and this day are the same today. And when tomorrow comes, that today is the same as that day. No more lack, no more sickness of any kind, right? No more brokenhearted. You know how many, my, my friend that I gave you that testimony about earlier, I mean, I've known that guy since I was 10 years old. And he always had it all figured out. And here, toward the, quote, end of his life, he doesn't have it all figured out. And he, and he can't figure it out, and he's so afraid, and he's so scared, and people get so afraid because they don't have it figured out because you can't have it figured out without him. And not just knowing him. He said, oh, I do all that Christian stuff. It's not doing all the Christian stuff. It's having a real relationship with him. And knowing. 
He has already liberated us. I'm free. I don't have to be one of the brokenhearted. I don't have to be one of those that live in not enough. I don't have to be one of those who live where they're not healed and not delivered in their bodies and minds in every area of their life. To proclaim liberty. What is liberty? It's freedom. To who? To those who are captivated. And recovering of sight to the blinds to set at liberty those who are what? Oppressed. In Isaiah chapter 53, starting with verse 4, this is what he did for us. What he was saying in Luke chapter 4, that day, was the fulfillment of what we read here in Isaiah 53. Surely he took up our pain. I'm reading this out of the NIV. Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are what? Healed. He said, this day, he said, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. That's why it's God's will for every person on the planet to be healed. Not a popular message. It's not very popular to preach this. But it's liberating if you get it. Amen. Amen. How many know somebody tonight that is attacked in their body and you know they don't have the revelation to be free? How many can say, it's like my friend that I told you about, everybody in here could tell a story like that. Just close your eyes for a moment. If you're sitting next to somebody that you want to hold hands with, hold their hand. Father, you said in your word that any two agree is touching anything that they ask, it will be done. Tonight we join our faith together. We put our faith out there that you didn't mix words when you said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled. But that day you said that scripture is fulfilled and, and every person that is in pain and suffering and oppressed and downtrodden and, and, and in, 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 in great lack and depression of every kind, every single person mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically, and in every way, that day... It was finished, it was fulfilled, and this day it's fulfilled. And right now, we are the enforcers, enforcing and commanding health and wellness 
in each and every person in the name of Jesus. Just see that person right now. Just allow yourself to see that person. And you release your words. I don't care. Listen, I don't care if the enemy comes to you. Yeah, but you know, they probably won't receive and they've done all this. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter about their past. What matters is about their today and their future. Today, we're declaring, we're releasing great faith in this house. There's more than two of us touching and connecting here. This house is full of energy and power and faith to see people's lives set free and delivered in the name of Jesus. Right now, I call these people well in their bodies in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now. Now. Right now. Because now is today, Father, and you said today, and that today is this today, and if it's today, then it's so, and we can receive it, we can command it, we can declare it, we can enforce it, and we do now in the name of Jesus. By His stripes, they are well. Wow. Wow. In the name of Jesus. Wow. 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 Thank you, Jesus. You know what my friend told me? I called him this morning before I left. And I said, look, I know you may not think like I do, and you may not totally agree with it, but I'm praying for you. I've been praying for you for over three or over two years, I said, every day. And I'm praying for you. And I'm not going to tell you how I'm praying for you, but I'm praying for you because you need it. And you know what he said? He said, I hope it works. That's different than I don't want it. Hmm? From one night to the next, (laughs) to the next morning, I hope it works. I can take that. Man, there's some faith in that, you know what? Based on what he knows or understands. So, so don't turn, don't shut people off. Don't shut people off, don't shut them down. I mean, I mean, I don't care what people believed or not, it's tough to believe. It's hard to believe God in his word. It's not a simple thing to do because there's so much from every direction hammering you and coming at you. But we can do it because he said we can. He said in the world there's much tribulation, but wait. I've overcome the world. <laughs> and he overcame it that day when he said, it wasn't when he went to the cross, it wasn't when he rose from the dead, it was that day. It was that day. This scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Done. So today, I just receive it no matter what it looks like. If I'm in lack, I don't care. I live in more than enough because he settled it, he finished it. And whatever I need in my journey to get delivered of anything that's hindering me in lack or anything else physically or mentally or whatever, I'm getting it. Because I have the Holy Ghost, and you know what He's here to do? To reveal to me all wisdom that I need. Every single day. But you know, this last little piece I'm going to read right here. He said this.
He said, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us have turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed. Isn't that what we read in Luke 4? He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. What could he have said if he opened his mouth? Father, I don't deserve this. They're the worthless scumbags. Huh? They're the ones that did the sin. They're the ones that did, made the mistakes. I don't have to take this. He didn't open his mouth. Watch this. This is what he, this is what he went to the cross. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep, before its shears is silent, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. Yet who of his generation protested? For he was cut off from the land of the living for the transgression of my people. He was punished. Everybody forsook him. Nobody stood up for him. Nobody. And he was perfect. <laughs> never made, never sinned once. Never made a mistake. And knew what he was taking on himself were all of our mistakes. So today when I go to receive healing in my body and something from the past or mistakes that I've made or this or the enemy lying to me, you don't deserve No, 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 no. I don't deserve it. Agree with him. You remember the Bible says agree quickly with your adversary. Agree with him. Yeah, you're right. I don't deserve it. But Jesus does and he did it for me and I receive it now and I'm healed in the name of Jesus and I take it now in Jesus' name. As we prayed earlier, we're praying for people they necessarily can't pray for themselves in faith, so they need us. People need us to rise up and stand up and believe God with them. I'm getting better at that every day. Every day I'm choosing to get better at standing in. My wife needs me to agree with her that I'm not just, yeah, yeah, bless her Lord. No, 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 no. Get in agreement with her. My daughters or, or family members, my mother-in-law, different people, other family members that need something that I get in agreement, friends of mine, church family, everybody, that I get in agreement with them about it in a greater way than I ever have. I've been developing that for a while, but I want it stronger because I don't want to just have the name of the enforcer. I want to look like him. Hmm? I'm the enforcer. How about you? I am the commander and chief of the world I live in and the people that are connected to me to command things to be the way God says that they're to be. That's what He's done for us. Everybody say today. 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 These scriptures, were, they were fulfilled and if they were fulfilled, then they are fulfilled. And because they are fulfilled, I can receive anything and everything that he says I have. Go back and, and just listen to me as I read these five things again. 
Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. The one that finished it. The one that said, today, this is fulfilled. The one that said that today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. He's the greater one, and he lives in you. So, what can the devil do to stop you? Not if you're connected to him, he can't stop you. Not in any way. Everybody say, today. Today, the greater one lives in me. Thank God for tomorrow. What can I do about the past? Not one stinking thing except get better today to relieve myself of my past. Today, the greater one lives in me. Today, my God meets all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Today, right now, today he meets my needs. Today, God gives me the desires of my heart. What desires do you have as you're connected to God? His desires become your desires, and he makes sure they come to pass. Because today, he's making sure that's manifesting for you. I can do all things through Christ, who is my strength. When? Today. Everything you, everything you do every day is a choice. Well, I didn't mean to do it. No, but you chose to do it. Well, you know, I had, I had good intentions, yeah, but you still chose to do something if you didn't do what was right. And if you, cho- and if you did something that was right, you chose to do it, right? And here he's saying, I can do, I can make all the changes I need to make in my life today because I'm strengthened by Christ Jesus, the anointed one. Because of that strength and that empowerment, I can accomplish all those things. And by his stripes, I am healed today. Can you say amen to that? Today. By his stripes, I'm healed today in the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's Word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.